Hallelujah. Why don't we all stand across this building? Let's spend just a few moments talking to God, reaching out to God, lifting up the name of Jesus right now. Come on, church. Lift up your voice unto the Lord right now. Lift up your voice unto the Lord right now. Oh, hallelujah. I come to worship you. I come to worship you, God. I come to praise you, Lord. I come to glorify you, Savior. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are great and greatly to be praised, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and shout unto God with the voice of triumph today. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy, oh Lord.
Let's lift up the name of the Lord right now. Let's worship Him. He's worthy. He's worthy of our highest praise today. Why don't you give God your very best tonight? I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, but I'm a watching while I pray. And no matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. This means war. Joy in my soul, and God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. This means war. This means war. This means war.
Good to be back in church. Thank God for the message we heard this morning. I wish that every, all of the county officials, all the state officials, all the president officials, whoever, I wish they could have heard that message this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for it. I tell you what, we need to keep praying for Brother Looper. Preach the Word, brother. Preach the Word. Hallelujah. We want to pray for all the church family that's sick, not able to be here, and ask God to protect all of us, and ask God to come in this service and have His way, because God is a miracle worker. And if you have a need, you're in the right place tonight. And we want to pray for Michael Falwell, that God will heal him, and all that are sick, all the requests and petitions. So let's love Him as we pray, church. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You see every need and every petition. God, you more than able. You more than able. God, you more than able. Lord, come and have your way in this service, Lord. We're dependent upon you. We trust in you. God, have your way in the remainder of this service. Bless Brother Luke, God. Bless him, God. Strengthen him, Lord. Have your way, Lord. God, every need. Every need, God. You may be seated to life. The brothers will come and set the offering place out on the altar if you would. Hallelujah. And we want to say to all of our visitors, welcome. We're glad that you're in church with us tonight. And if you have a need or petition, our God that we serve is a miracle-working God. Hallelujah.
While we remain standing, Brother Looper's coming at this time. Brother Looper. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't everybody clap your hands unto the Lord? Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Come on, come on, come on. We can do better than that tonight. Lift up your voice unto God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's good to be in church. Amen. It's good to know the Lord. It's good to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's wonderful to be baptized in Jesus' name. It's great to feel victory in Jesus tonight. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord bless you for being in the house of the Lord. You can be seated for a few moments. To our guests that are here, we're so glad that you are here with us. And uh, glad that you have braved the elements to come out to be in the house of God with us tonight. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap. Glad that you're here tonight. Amen. Amen. So thankful for all of God's goodness, His mercy, His blessings, His long-suffering. Amen. I'm thankful that He's full of mercy, grace, and truth. Amen. I'm thankful for another chance to be in the house of God. It was so great to be in church this morning, feel the presence of the Lord, and it's good to be able to come back tonight. And uh, so if we want to continue to do this, I ask you to try your best to social distance. I know everybody's tired of it. I'm tired of it. I know that you're tired of it. But uh, let's try our best to do that. And... Um, Stay apart. Don't be uh, making contact with one another. Uh, we're, we all like to shake hands and hug necks. Now, we don't do the greeting our brother with the holy kiss deal, but we like to hug necks and shake hands. I ask you not to do that right now, hopefully. I don't, I don't buy into the fact that this will be the new way of life. Amen. Because I feel that... I feel that we are social people, and uh, God never created us to be alone. In the very beginning, when He created man, He said, it's not good that man be alone. He needs a woman to tell him what to do. Life has never been the same since. Thank God. Thank God. And uh, so we are... We are just created that way, and I know I've been keeping up with the news. There are some tragic situations that have happened since people has been quarantined and by themselves and shut up in the house with one another. People are taking their lives. Um, people are are doing crazy things, and I don't know why anybody'd want to take their life. If uh, if I if I just mysteriously come up and it looks like I took my life, y'all don't believe it. Y'all look for somebody because I didn't do it. Somebody else did it. And uh, so, and then people would take their family's life before they take their own life. What a shame. People living without hope today. Amen. But we have hope. 
We have hope. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the church. Hallelujah. 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 And so we ask for God's goodness and grace and mercy. And uh, we ask for God's help and strength through uh, this troubled time and uh, difficult situations that people are going through with the sickness, the virus that is going on. And I tell you again that it did not disappear Friday. It's still here, just like it was here long before we went into quarantine. But So that's the reason why everyone needs to be careful. We try between every service to wipe down all the door handles and and all the pews and everything, trying to disinfect stuff. But um, there's no way to be sure. It's an unseen enemy. And so we just ask you to be careful. And everyone that comes in here, it's just like Walmart. You're entering at your own risk. I was reading today about a Walmart, not here in Silsby, but a Walmart that 80 people tested positive that worked in Walmart. And so, and so it's a new twist on things. For the last few weeks, you couldn't catch it at Walmart, Lowe's, Home Depot, or the grocery store. But now you can, and so you must be careful. And uh, so we ask God's protecting hand. And I pray, I pray, I pray. If you are sick, if you're not feeling well, don't come to church. Call for the elders of the church and we will pray over the phone for you. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll send you an anointed handkerchief or something. But we want to keep everyone safe as possible. And uh, don't go to the grocery store or anything if you're sick, but keep everyone safe as possible. And we don't want, since they have allowed us to have a little bit of freedom, we certainly don't want to spike in cases because they, they would take our freedom away from us again. So let's try to be safe and uh, try to keep each other safe. So remember that we ask you to pray for those who are sick. And ask God to touch them. Brother Cooper's already mentioned prayer request. So let's pray for all of those who are unable to be here. That God would perform miracles and heal, deliver, and set free. And everyone that is not here due to sickness does not have the virus. So you can rest on that. And uh, so some has worse than that. But let's pray that God would heal them. And uh, give them a miracle. Let's remember, next Sunday, next Sunday is Mother's Day. We're going to celebrate all of our mothers. You need to be very nice to your mother. You need to buy her something very nice. Thank God if you have your mother still with you, you are to be very grateful and thankful. If you have a, a wife that you are married to that is the mother of your children, you are to be very grateful and thankful. Do something very, very nice. I don't know uh, if the option is to take them to a nice restaurant or not. The option may not even be able to take them to the mall. But the option can be pushed down the road and you make promises of things you're going to do. But be nice on Mother's Day and uh, do something nice for the mother of your children and the mother that brought you into this world. Because there's a very profound statement 
If it was not for mothers, none of us would be here. Think about that. Don't think too hard. You'll hurt yourself. But uh, do something nice. And next Sunday, next Sunday for Mother's Day, and uh, we, we do this just about every year, but we'll just have one service next Sunday morning. And uh, then I want you to do something with uh, the mother of your children, your mother. Be nice. Do something good for them. You might even have to cook a meal. How many has been enjoying the home-cooked meals? Some people hadn't been enjoying it too much. But uh, I tell you what, we have, we have enjoyed it. I miss Brother and Sister Smith being here because they cooked for us a lot while they were here. And uh, so we missed them, but it's gave us a lot of time together. Some people's had good times, some people's had okay times, and then some people that's really turned upside down on them. But I'm, I'm thankful for a good family, thankful for a good church family. It is an honor and a privilege to be part of this great church, and I am thankful that I'm able to be here. I want to try my best. Uh, to give to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart tonight. And, uh, I just have a few words. Now it's always ner- it's always dangerous when a preacher don't have notes to go by. Because when you don't have notes to go by, you can't really tell when you're done. And, uh, so I'm gonna do my best to give to you a little bit of what the Lord has laid on my heart tonight. And, uh, try to help us and uh, try to strengthen us, and I believe that God will do that. I feel the presence of the Lord in the house of God, and I feel I feel like God's about to do something good for somebody in this place tonight. Does anybody need anything from the Lord? Amen. Anybody believe that the Lord is here to help you, to strengthen you, to touch you, to bless you? Now, how many come to bless the name of the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Again, we're going to go back to Second Chronicles chapter, a different chapter tonight, chapter number 20. Second Chronicles chapter number 20. And I'm going to read a couple of passages of Scripture there. And uh, verse number 21. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse number 21. The Word of God said, And when He had consulted with the people... He appointed singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for His mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, everybody said, Sing and to praise. The Lord set up an ambushment against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. And they were smitten. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward God and ask God for His help today. God, we are depending on You, our hope. Our trust, our faith, and our confidence is in You. 
I pray, Lord, that You would touch every individual in this house tonight. Move in every heart. Move in every soul. Anoint me, God, to obey You. Anoint me, God, to preach Your Word. Anoint me, Lord, to follow after the leading and the guiding of the Holy Ghost. Anoint Your people to hear, to respond, to receive, and to obey Your Word. Everybody said in Jesus' name, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. It's good to know the Lord. It's good to have the Lord on your side. As one writer said, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, where, where would I be? A lot of people think they can make it without God. I know for certain that I cannot make it without God. Amen. I don't even want to think about life without God. I don't want to think about trying to do life, trying to live life, or trying to make it on this road of life without the divine direction and help from God. A lot of people think they can't live for God in the time of trouble. There's no better time to submit your will and your way to God than in a time of trouble. A lot of people can't live for God when they're on the mountaintop because they don't have enough time to serve God, enough time to dedicate to God, enough time to consecrate to God because everything is too good. Let me remind you that everything don't ever get too good to serve God because without God... We are hopeless. Without God, we are helpless. Without God, we have no direction, our hope, our blessings in life. We look unto God. We look unto the hills from which cometh our help. Our help cometh from the Lord that made heaven and earth. I am thankful today that I have the Lord on my side. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I want to tell you today, if you're here in this house tonight and you don't know the Lord in the power of the Holy Ghost, you say, what is that? I'll tell you what the Holy Ghost is. The Holy Ghost is just simply the Spirit of God. A lot of people says that it's not for us today. But the Bible tells us in the second chapter of the book of Acts, for this promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The Holy Ghost was poured out in the upper room, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And they were baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of of their sins. This was the promise that had been promised in John chapter 14. This was the promise that Jesus had told them about in Acts chapter 1. That you are to go back and tarry and wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. I would hate that I'm to know that I had to live life without the Holy Ghost. And I want to tell you tonight, if you don't have the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you, I would not wait another moment. I would not wait another minute. 
I would not wait another hour. I would not wait another day because it is the absolute best thing that could ever happen to you in your life. Do I have any satisfied customers that's been filled with the Holy Ghost? (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think about the Scripture that I have read tonight. We was reading this morning in Second Chronicles. We were talking about the building of the temple. And I think about when Solomon prayed his dedication prayer in the temple, dedicating it to the glory, the presence, and the worshiping of God. That he had the singers that gathered together. And they began to play. And they began to sing. The Bible says, and when it came to pass... As the trumpeters and the singers was as one. To make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music. And praised the Lord saying, for He is good for His mercy and do it forever. Then the house was filled This is what happened when they began to praise and worship God. Then the house was filled, was filled, was filled with the cloud. And the house of the Lord and the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house. There is things that we can do as individuals that create an atmosphere for the presence of God to move in. Amen. So many times we come with the attitude of God bless me. God help me. God move for me. God hear my cry. God hear my plea. God hear my prayer. There's nothing wrong with asking God to meet the need that you would have in your life. But I want to tell you, if we want to create the atmosphere for God's presence to dwell in, there is nothing like praising God. There is nothing like lifting up the name of Jesus. There is nothing like glorifying His mighty name and realizing when I feel Him, He's worthy of praise. When I don't feel Him, He's still worthy of praise. So that means no matter what's going on in life, it should never dictate the way that we praise and glorify and magnify our great God. Hallelujah. Praise will move mountains. I said praise will move mountains. Praise will move things that the adversary has placed in your way. Praise will unstop the well where the glory can flow once again. The devil hates praise. The devil despises praise. The devil cannot stand praise. 
It hurts the devil's ears. It hurts the devil's mind. It hurts the devil's heart. It hurts the devil's spirit. When people come together to glorify, to magnify, and to lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. But just as much as it irks the devil and gets on the devil's nerves, just as much as it disturbs the devil, there is something about my praise. There is something about your praise. There's something about your praise. There's something about your praise that God absolutely loves to hear coming over the balconies of heaven. Amen. I believe that when we start to praise God, that God starts to tune in to hear what's going on. Amen. Amen. There were angels that was created for the praise and the glory of God. That all they do is worship and glorify God. And they don't have a choice, really, in the matter. That's what they were just created to do. To glorify and to praise God. But when God created man, He created mankind with His own self-will that He made choices in life. That He makes a choice of where to go and what to do and how to act. It's not anybody. You can, you can quit blaming somebody else for foolish things that you've done in life. Because it was a choice that you made. It doesn't matter what your daddy did. You don't have to be like your daddy. Doesn't matter what your mama did. You don't have to be like your mama. Amen. Because God created us with a choice that the ability to make choices. So there is something about God's prize creation. It's not the monkeys. It's not the apes. It's not the lions. It's not the tigers. It's not the trees. It's not the gardens. It's not the birds that sing so beautifully. But God's prize creation is when He stooped down and He made His own image out of the dust of ground. And God breathed into man the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Man made a choice and he fell in the garden. Man, the male gender, tried to blame it on the woman. But God didn't let him by with that. He made a choice. He didn't have to eat. He chose to eat of that fruit. But then there is something about man. It goes and And Adam and Eve had two sons, Cain and Abel. There was one that made a choice to give of his best to God and offer a sacrifice. God loved that. Now, Cain gave of his fruits and of his vegetables. Now, nobody told them what to do. They just felt 
compelled to sacrifice something to God. And this is what I believe that happened. That Abel would go out and the lamb that he loved the most, the one that he thought was the prettiest, the one that he felt like loved him the most, the one that gave him the most attention, the one without a spot, the one that was pure, the one that he held so dear in his arms when it was a little lamb. That's the one that he chose to give to God. Now this is what I feel like Cain did. Cain went and he said, well, that tomato is a little bit... Of course, God didn't want the fruits. God wanted a blood sacrifice. But, but he was not giving the best. I believe the Bible says that, that, that Abel... You know, not knowing what to done. He gave it all to God. He gave the fat. He gave everything to God. But Cain goes out and he says, well, this is good enough. This is good enough for who it's for. This is good enough to give to God. I can do other things with this. This is too pretty. This is too nice. So what is God wanting from us? We know that, that Abel's sacrifice was accepted. Cain's was rejected. And he said, Cain, if thou doest well, thou shalt prosper. And if you do not well, sin lieth at the door. What he chose to do, the choice that he made, was to go and to kill his brother. And still turning and giving what God really wanted was the best that he had to offer. There is something about the praise of mankind that God just truly loves. That when we as individuals make a choice to come and maybe tired in your body, maybe don't feel like everything is going your way, maybe you don't feel like everything is just hunky-dory in life, and bluebirds are not sitting on your shoulder. But still, when you get up in the morning, you make a choice to worship and to praise God. There is something about that that stirs up the adversary, but it also stirs up God. And God says, oh, I like what I'm hearing there. I'm liking what they're doing right now. I'm enjoying the praise that they're giving me right now. So this brings me to my thought that I want to share with you tonight. Here in the 20th chapter we find that Moab had come out against Jehoshaphat. They, the children of God were outnumbered. They were outmanned. They were outclassed according to man's way of looking at it. Jehoshaphat being the king of Judah, was slightly disturbed and upset. And he went and he fell on his face before God in the sanctuary. When you're in trouble, there's no better place to go than the house of the God. Amen. So he goes into the sanctuary and he begins to pray and he begins to ask God. Now remember God... The afflictions that these people afflicted us with. 
Remember God that when we come out of Egypt and you delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, that you would not let us destroy Moab. We went around them. We went by them. We did not destroy them. The children of Ammon, you did not let us destroy them. And now, God, they have come out to take our lives, to take the land that you have promised us. Let me stop for a moment and remind you, there is some things that God has promised each and every one of you in this house tonight. There's some things that God has promised you that He is going to give you that rightly belong to you. Amen. It's time to stand up in the adversary's face and say, Devil, it's mine. And God said, you cannot have it. Like the song that they were singing a few moments ago. Amen. I plead the blood. And devil, you can't have my increase. Devil, you can't have my family. Devil, you can't have my joy. Devil, you can't have my peace. I come to remind you today, God has given you some promises that you need to go back and remind the devil. Devil, it don't belong to you. And devil, I'm not about to let you have it. Amen. Amen. Jehoshaphat got God's attention. Jehoshaphat got word from God. He said, now this is where the enemy is going to be. Amen. It's, it's amazing. God just blows the devil's mind. God blows the devil's mind all the time. God likes to play little tricks on the devil that the devil can't figure out. The devil one time thought they had a spy in their own camp. I believe it was Syria that thought that they had a spy amongst themselves. And the king said, hey, we need to figure out who the spy is because before we even make our move, they know what we're doing. And a guy said, I got to tell you, O king, it's not a spy in the army. But it's a man of God that God is talking to and He's given the armies of God the direction. I want to tell you, God is still on your side. God is still fighting your battles. God is still in control of the affairs of men. Amen. God told them, said this is where the enemy is going to be coming. Now this is what I want you to do. I want you to go out and prepare to go against them in this certain area. But I've got a little bit different plan for you right now. I've got a little bit different war game that I'm going to play against the adversary. You're not going to fight them with shields, with spears, with swords, with bows, and with rocks and slings. But I've got a different way. And what I want you to do, I want you to go out and you get the people together. And you get the appointed singers together. And you get the musicians together. And you get ready to praise and to 
glorify God. Now, how foolish is that? Amen. To the adversary, it's foolish. To the world, it's foolish to want to come to church. To the world, it's crazy to say that it is a necessity for us to go and to worship God. The world cannot understand it. But I want to tell you, there's something about the house of God. Amen. It might seem crazy to the world, but it works for the church. Amen. Amen. So they got together. When they had consulted with the people, the appointed singers unto the Lord, and they should praise in the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord for His mercy endureth forever. What are you talking about, Jehoshaphat? I'm telling you, we've got an enemy out there. But the way that we're going to control the enemy is not to allow the enemy to take our praise and our worship and our glory to magnifying the great name of our God, Jesus Christ. And when they begin to sing praise, nothing happened until they made up their mind, I'm going to praise. Praise God when I don't see anything happening. I'm going to worship God when I don't feel anything happening. Because when I can't see it, He's working. Amen. When I can't feel it, He's still working. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody go ahead and praise God right now. Praise God over your trouble. Praise God through your trouble. Praise God in your trouble. Because God inhabits the praise of His people. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord, everybody say the Lord. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell me where would I be? Amen. But the Lord set up an ambushment against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir. Amen. Which were come out against Judah. You know what happened? They began to smite one another. And when the children of Judah got there and Jehoshaphat got there, there was nothing but a bunch of dead bodies laying around. Why? Because they said there's an enemy coming against us. But if I praise God, everything's going to be okay. Let me encourage you today, saint of God. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose your dance. Don't lose your worship in the midst of the adversary coming against us. Just go ahead and do your Holy Ghost praise and your Holy Ghost dance because praise moves God.
Bible said that when they got there, they seen the dead people laying around there. This is always amazing to me. I don't know why they did this in biblical times. But they would carry all their wealth and their jewelry and their gold into war with them. The Bible said that the children of Judah spoiled the dead bodies. That means they went out there and, and took the money out of their pocket. They took the watches off of their wrist. Sundials. They took, they took the gold off of their ears and around their necks. It took the children of Judah three days to spoil the dead bodies. Amen. I want to tell you a sea of the adversary was smitten by. Why? Because people began to praise God just like they did at the walls of Jericho. I don't see anything happening. I don't see a crack in the wall. But I tell you, I've got a command to praise God. I got a command to sing glory and majesty and how great is my God when it's happening and when it's not happening. I sing the same song. Amen. When God is working and when it seems like God is not working, I'm still going to sing. I'm still going to dance. I'm still going to worship. I'm still going to praise God. Hallelujah. Now, now what we're going to do here, I've said all that to say this. How many's got a problem? Anybody got a problem? Anybody got a problem? Anybody got a situation that you just can't fix? Something you just can't make work out. Now the devil says, this is the devil's theory. This is the way the devil works. The devil says, well, God, if you will do this. This is the way the devil wants you to pray. God, if you will do this, oh God, I'll be faithful. God, I'll praise. God, I'll shout. God, I'll jump. God, I'll run. God, I'll worship if you'll do this. But the way that God thinks... is you praise God in advance for what you can't see God doing. Because the Bible tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight. Not by what I can see, but what I know. Not always by what I feel. Because sometimes I don't feel Him. The devil says, oh, you got to feel God before you pray. you got to feel God before you dance. you got to feel God before you shout. Amen. That's the biggest lie that the devil could ever tell you. God's worthy no matter what you feel in life. No matter what you're going through in life. God's worthy to be danced. And praise God's worthy to hear your voice lifted up and magnifying and glorifying Him. 
Yes, He is. Yes, He is. But there's an adversary out there. What I want you to do is sing, Judah. You know what the tribe of Judah were? The tribe of Judah were known as the praisers. Judah, what I want you to do is go ahead and do what you do best. And that's just go ahead and praise God. Go ahead and give God some glory. No matter how many Moabites are out there. No matter how many children of Ammon is out there. I'm just going to go ahead and shout anyway. I'm going to go ahead and sing anyway. I'm going to go ahead and worship anyway. I'm going to go ahead and lift up the name of Jesus anyway. Come up here, Brother Justin. Move over just a little bit, Brother Richard. Come over, Brother McKinley. If you'd just come right over here, about where Brother Trey's at, right here. Now we're supposed to be social distancing. I want, I want about five men to gather around. Don't touch him. Just gather around him. Leave him some space. Scoot over this way just a little bit, Brother McKinley. I want about five or six men to gather around, Brother McKinley. These men need a miracle. 
Amen. These men need a miracle. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and praise God right now. I know God is a miracle worker. Whatever you need from God, God's able to do it right now. Come on, let's worship God. Let's praise God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
troubles are over. I'm gonna dance until victory comes. I'm gonna pay my victory in Jesus' name. I know you, the battle is won. Oh, those who swan seem to be lift up our hands and worship the Lord today. Praise you, God. I worship you, Holy Ghost. I magnify you, dear Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Let's worship Him right now. Worship Him in the beauty of holiness. Tell Him how great He is, how mighty He is. How powerful He is. Oh, He's here tonight. He's here tonight. Just worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. He's here tonight. Oh, yes, Lord. I worship you, Holy Ghost. They make a miracle work. Promise keep light in the darkness. That is who you are. They make a miracle work. Promise keep light in the darkness. That is who you are. Even when I don't see it, you work. Even when I don't feel it, you work. You never stop. 
Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and praise Him right now. Hallelujah. 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 Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 27. After they had spoiled their enemies, the Bible says, Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again unto Jerusalem with joy. For the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. They returned home with joy because the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemy. Tonight when you leave this place, you go back home with joy because the Lord has given you the strength to rejoice over your enemy. I'm going to put the devil under my foot where he belongs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't it feel good in the house of God? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Again, we're so glad for our guests that are here. Amen. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord with us. We want you to feel welcome even though we can't shake your hand. We're glad that you're here. We want you to come back to be with us again. And I failed. Go ahead. Go ahead. I failed to mention this today, but we had a brand new member here. Brother Ace was sitting on the front seat today and tonight. The first time he's been in the house of the Lord. Glad for Sister Tiffany and Brother Justin. Glad for Brother Ace. Healthy baby. Thank God for that. And uh, Lord bless you tonight. Remember church here again Wednesday night. We will be here in the auditorium Wednesday night. Appreciate all this social distancing you're doing, guys. You make my job real complicated. But anyway, we're going to be back here worshiping and praising God because He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy all the time. Lord bless you. Let our guests know how glad we are that they're in the house of the Lord. Don't shake hands, but you can be friendly. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.